Hi, everyone. Before we start the show, I just want to let you know that if you enjoy the Dare Daniel podcast, if you like the work we're doing here, you can help us grow the show by making a donation through the Dare Daniel website. Your generous contributions will help offset the cost of producing the show and will also enable long-term projects like producing additional content, creating merchandise, things like that. You can make a one-time payment or set up a monthly subscription. Any amount helps, and it's really greatly appreciated. Thanks a lot, and here's the show. Hi everyone, you're listening to the Dare Daniel Podcast. My name is Daniel Barnes, I'm the film critic for the Sacramento News Interview. My co-host, as always, my good friend, comedian Corky McDonald. Who put the ram in the ram a lam ding dong I did. Hey! Well then, now we know. Yep. Mystery solved. On this fun-sized mini-episode of the Dare Daniel Podcast, we're going to take a look at the movie we're reviewing next week. We're also going to take a look, as Corky Cracks, not a beer, what is that? It's... A sparkling water called Buble. Quirky crafts the sparkling water. It's grapefruit water. <laughs> grapefruit water. We're taking the show in a different direction now. We're reviewing grapefruit waters. Yeah, I'm drinking beer. But on this fun size mini episode, we're going to take a look at the movie we're reviewing next week. We're going to take a look back at our previous episode where we reviewed Ready to Rumble. We are going to answer our question of the week. Favorite movie big game ending. And we're also going to read a couple of your movie dares. First of all, Corky. Yeah. I have honestly no idea what to say about this week's film. Mm. Uh, it was very confusing. Keep listening. I can't remember what the plot is. Right. I'm having trouble recalling characters, dialogue, scenes. Uh, it was not that long ago that I watched this movie, but it is just so punishingly bad and unmemorable that I honestly cannot think of a single thing, which maybe that's the lead-in, right? Right, sure. I think I found it, yes. Our film next week is a movie that I don't think anyone has ever heard of. I've never seen anybody talk about this movie It was at not all. released in the United States, and yet it stars Keanu Reeves. It stars Mira Sorvino. Who else does it star? Uh, Jackie Aprile from The Jackie Sopranos. Jackie Aprile from The Sopranos. I mean, it's a huge cast. It stars his voice in one scene. <laughs> the movie is called Exposed. It's available to watch for free on Hulu+. Plus. Let's listen to a preview. We're all here for you, okay? okay? Anything you need, you just tell us. We're gonna find the suckers who did this, mark my words. He had a lot of enemies, and unfortunately, his dirt caught up with him. I know he was your partner. It could get pretty ugly if it's not handled properly. I know he took money from dealers. He did more than that, but I don't want my Joey's name tarnished, okay? You owe him that much. Found this camera near his body. Mr. Jonathan Jones. They had me down at the police station the other day about some cop that got murdered. He has murdered. There's nothing there. Who else you got? Who killed Joey? Tell me the truth. Oh, no, Nobody's talking. And I don't blame him. He's dead. He's dead. She's dead. But somebody knows something. There's this girl. She knows what happened. What am I gonna do? Bring her in? She'll be dead in a week. This is their plan. Harass me to death. They think you killed a cop. Your partner was not a good guy. We're dropping the investigation. 
what about Jonathan Jones? Let it go. You come into my house telling you that you're not going to go after his killer. You're pathetic. It's all over now. Almost. One more loose end. You're not gonna drop this, are you? I can't. So that is Exposed, the unmemorable movie with the unmemorable title. Uh, as I said, it's available to watch for free on Hulu Plus. It is available for rent on all the usual VOD services. That review comes out on Tuesday. I think it was a fun review to record. I really can't remember. <laughs> you, what is it about that movie that has everything. completely wiped my memory? Oh, you're in a fugue state. <laughs> That's a plot point. Fugue states. Fugue states. Don't give it all away, Quirky. So if you block out a fugue state, what is that called? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, check out that episode and let us know what you think because I can't remember what it was. <laughs> tell, yeah, tell us what we talked about. Yeah, let me know. It also stars Ana de Armas. Ana de Armas, yeah, who is sort of the star of the film. Yeah. Keanu Reeves. Uh, and is a good actress. Yeah, she's fine. She's fine. But yeah, we, we go into deep into the backstory of that movie, which was uh, actually, I can't remember what it was called, God something, what was it called? God's Daughter. The movie was savagely recut before it was not released in America and was finally released to VOD. And savagely it, recut, also s- describing Keanu Reeves' face. <laughs> <laughs> take that shit. Boom. Uh, but now let's take a look back at our previous review of a little film called Ready to Rumble. Yeah. Corky. What's up? This is the film that brought us the immortal scene in which a poop truck crashes in <laughs> to a toilet paper truck. Is there anything else we can say about this movie? Uh, no, I'm just kind of fixated on how incompetently made. I, I guess maybe I'm asking too much for the realism of the movie because it does play the line between is wrestling fake or is it real? Yeah. But wrestling promotion and storylines are definitely real. Right. And to have a successful wrestling promoter schedule a match where the king loses his title belt to not televise that event. Yeah. That doesn't happen. No. That's bullshit. Makes no sense. Yeah, they don't... Uh, the movie so, just doesn't even... Uh, this movie's so sloppy, it just doesn't even play by its own rules. But once I start trying to apply this movie to the real world, I no, should stop. it doesn't work. Poop truck, toilet paper truck. <laughs> but moving on to our question of the week, Corky, is it fair to say mm. that we were not fans of the big game ending in Ready to Rumble in which Jimmy the King and Gordy win the belt. Yes, very, very fair to say. Fair to say we did not care for that big game ending. And yet the big game ending is a a classic part of a a lot of sports movies, really most sports movies, have that big game ending. And a lot of them are really fantastic and, and classic. So we decided, well, we saw one we hate. Let's pick one that we like because we're bringing rays of positivity to people. We're sunshine. Yeah. So quirky... Best big game ending in a film. And let me clarify this. This should be at the end of the film. Okay. It should be a film. Ah. It should be a game within the ending of the film. That game should be big. Okay. All right. We got the size constraints. (laughs) We got the location of it. We got where it is. It's in a movie. Exactly. But this is not a game. Yeah. Similar to Ready to Rumble, (laughs) which was a match. This my choice is not a game. <laughs> well, I should also say we decided no documentaries. Oh, that's so, true. Like when we were kings, the Rumble in the Jungle is a, a pretty fantastic, fantastic big game ending that just yeah. doesn't get much better. But like I said, 
you know, so like Rocky fighting Hulk Hogan in Rocky Three, great scene, but that doesn't work. Rocky fighting Mr. T at the end of the movie, that works. Do you understand <laughs> the premise now, Corky? I get you. And that was a great scene between Rocky and Hulk Hogan. It wasn't was his it? name Thunderlips. Thunderlips. <laughs> That movie's great all around. Oh, yeah. I have no issues with that film. So, my choice. Yeah. What is your big game ending? What's your favorite big game ending? My favorite Lots big, to choose from. Big meat ending. Big meat ending? Yeah. Not M-E-A-T. It's M-E-E-T. <laughs> uh, is from Breaking Away. You fucking asshole. You fucking did that again? Are you serious? I'm going to murder you. I'm I keep taking yours. You. It's on It's on recording. I'm going to kill Quirky. Well, we've got it now. You took away the game. If you're going to murder me, let's get ready to rumble. Come after me, Buffer. I'm dead. (laughs) I've been wanting to say that for years and not pay any penalties. So, talk about Breaking Away, 1979's Breaking Away. Such a good movie. I love it. Great movie. And that ending is, it builds and builds and builds. And and I love that it's a track meet because it's, it's a long. Big game ending. Yeah, so we should say for anyone who has oh, yeah. not seen the film, it's from 1979. The big game is a bicycle race. It's sort of a a group by bi- a team bicycle race. Yeah, uh, that is held in Indiana, which is where the film is set in Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah, and yeah, it's a really long sequence. The hero of the film is obsessed with bike bike racing, and he's a really accomplished bicycle racer. But he's from a blue collar group of kids who grow up in a college town. And yeah, they're, they're the cutters. Cu- cutters, and the the kids from the college are the townies. Yeah, yeah. So they're the cutters. They're the sons of the blue collar uh, workers who, uh, you know, uh, cut the quarry. Um, but yeah, he's uh, his his method of escaping from this small town life is to obsess over bicycles and to yeah. obsess over European culture and everything. So it all comes down to this final bicycle race. All stories converge at the bicycle race, and it's really a fantastic sequence, like you said. Yeah, it's long, and he gets his friends who have been kind of they're with their friends, but they're they're not bicyclists. They're they not yeah, they it. don't know what they're doing, but it does. They're chasing come, their own dreams, and he's he's handling all two hundred laps on his own. Yeah. He's just absolutely amazing. But he gets into a, a crash. He hurts his leg, and there is a point in the race where all three of the friends have to get on the bike yeah. and actually have to do it. Where the, they're all goofing around on the sideline, but it, and it's treated as like it really would be like. The little guy's getting on the bike. The little yeah. Jackie Earl Haley gets exactly. on the bike. Yeah. It's so good. And the tension builds. It shows it from all different sequences. So he builds a huge lead, and then the lead is going away because his friends aren't very good at riding no. these sort of bikes. And we should say the friends are all well-known faces. Dennis Christopher yeah. is, is the lead. He's probably the least well-known. Right. But then you've got Dennis Quaid. You've got Daniel Stern. You've got Jackie Earl Haley, who are all the cutters. you got wonderful character actor Paul Dooley, and uh, I forget his mom. She's another wonderful character yeah. actress. Uh, great, cast great cast all around. And the movie, you know, it's it's a little cliched yep. in, in its view of small town life. And, and Dennis Christopher can be a bit much. He's a little bit much. But yeah, this, this sequence is fantastic. And it ends, the race ends on a one shot yeah. of Dennis Christopher's character, well, whoever the stunt double was, <laughs> barely overtaking the, the other team at the very end. Yeah, the rival team at the end. Yeah. And winning the race. And then, of course, there's the big celebration and everything. What I love about it, though, is I was watching this scene on YouTube and... You have the he he wins the race. There's the huge celebration, arms in the air, everyone's cheering, everyone's hugging. You have all this kind of stuff. Jackie Earl Haley, his girlfriend, runs up and gives his him a hug. His wife now. His wife now. Yeah. Paul Dooley is Dennis Christopher's dad. All their issues. They they run up and get a hug. Dennis Quaid's getting hugs and everything. And right in the middle of this, and it it doesn't play it too hard, but it's it's very substantial. There's Daniel Stern, and there's three separate shots totaling about thirty seconds. And while everyone is hugging and jumping around, a few people are patting Daniel Stern on the back, but he is just kind of looking around 
looking around and no one's coming to jump on him. No oh, one's coming to hug amazing. him. It really is. And it doesn't play it too hard, but it, it's there and it, it does it in a few separate shots. And he's just kind of looking around like, where's my person to jump on me? Yeah. You know? And that's just an amuse- amazing thing that they have this moment of loneliness in the middle of all of this celebration, but it doesn't bog it down. No. It's still a triumphant moment. But in that you see, well, not everybody has gotten something amazing. And it's true to his weirdo character. The it whole is. Yeah. Movie. He's just a little awkward. He's a little away from everyone. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll put that uh, clip on the, on the, post for uh, this episode as well so everyone can check out the spoiler ending of breaking away and if you haven't watched a movie watch a movie even though we gave away the yeah end. watch it i mean it's a really sweet human comedy the, all, another great scene is the scene when he gets to see the italian the italian team's truck driver right and he he goes out and kind of challenges them i love that scene too yeah fantastic a great bike bike racing scene yep. throughout the movie so yeah, uh, that was our favorite big game ending once again we picked the exact same one did you have any runners up you wanted to mention uh a karate kid Karate Kid ending is another build moment Sure, where we see the whole tournament go. And then that last moment, it's just one thing that he does against Johnny and it's captured. And then the movie ends right away. So yeah. there's no repercussions. That was my other one. Yeah. And that's another great one. I had a few other ones. I thought about the final pool match with Minnesota Fats and the Hustler. Although some of the other pool matches that happened before that are in the film are a little more substantial. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any of the final fights in Rockies one through four are pretty fantastically staged i gotta say uh the big game in hoosiers is a classic and basketball is my sport so that's kind of has a little more to me and i think the final game in the longest yard is pretty great too Hmm. but yeah hit us up on twitter and uh and let us know or any of the social media let us know what uh your favorite big game ending in a sports movie is quirky you got a few responses off of the social work the social a little bit put it out a question on follow friday post from dan at the you watch i listen podcast go check out dan at you watch i listen and i asked what's the best Big game slash moment ending in sports. Because I didn't want you to think it had to be a game. But it had to be big, and it had to be an ending, and it had to be in a movie. No songs. Several people saying Rudy taking the field. That came from Movies with the Misses podcast. Okay. Rudy Do you like take- Rudy? I don't. No, me neither. I couldn't get it past how annoying he was. Yeah. I don't know. Plus, it's just, what a weird triumph, too, to yeah. be like, I was on the practice squad and for several years, and then I get into a, the end of a meaningless game. Oh, it's not even real, too. Heroic. Plus, it had the cliche magic black guy in it. Yeah. I, the, the whole movie's a cliche. I didn't, I didn't like it. But most, I mean, a lot of these movie, sports movies are just yeah, that's true. super cliche written. But hey, thank you, Movies with the Misses, for saying Rudy taking the field. Thanks for your garbage pick. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm... <laughs> no, <I know. laughs> Dan from You Watch I Listen also replied the end of Rocky has to be considered just like you said that, and that's such an interesting one because he loses he loses in the end he loses yeah. by a split decision yeah uh, and of course in two through the rest of them he wins up until Rocky Balboa yeah although that, originally they shot the ending with Rocky win. did they? yeah uh, <laughs> Which, he's like 70 and then also Dan with You Watch I Listen replied one that I think is really great. He says a little outside the box, but The Wrestler, the way that ended. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I agree with What's interesting because you don't really see the big game. The, the fact that he is entering the big game is kind of the big game ending yeah. of it. Yeah. And then him just dying 
the way he knew he would die. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of the best sports movies don't really have a big game ending. I mean, you think about Raging Bull. Right. That's got to be the best sports movie. Do you call that a sports movie? Oh, absolutely. It's Mm. about a boxer. But, I I mean, it just doesn't fit all the cliches. Yeah. I mean, a sports movie doesn't have to be a cliche. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you're the critic, but I don't call it a – I don't consider it a sports movie. I consider it like a biography of a boxer. Yeah, I I guess. it's a. And it's also a period piece. It's a little limiting, but, I mean, it is about a boxer. The boxing scenes are very uh, prevalent and are fantastic in that movie. But what I love about it is that, yeah, in the – the cliched sort of happy face sports movie, the ending is you hit the home run and win the game and everybody, you know, cheers and freeze frame. And in Raging Bull, it's the real thing, which is that the big game ending happens and then you become fat and old. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> the other one I, I forgot I should mention was Major League, which I think is a great big game ending. Sure. But also, I think you pointed out to me it's just the division champions. It's not the biggest game. It's them winning the pennant, not right. the series. Yeah. They could have won on and lost the series. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's pretty interesting that it's a big game, but it's not the biggest game. But wasn't there a whole thing to like save the team or some nonsense like that? Sure. <sighs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> you don't like the movie? No, I love it. Uh, uh, movie Geek and Proud podcast, MGNP proud gave us this wonderful uplifting movie referring to angels in the outfield and tagged a gif of the scene with joseph gordon levitt doing the angel flap to tony danza nice so not the original i've never seen definitely it. want the tony danza remake <laughs> imdb journey podcast really fun podcast imdb journey where they go through the whole like 250 classic movies on uh, yeah yep, yep. gave us a gif of karate kid but also said we've got three rocky warrior the wrestler but i can sum it up in one gif and it's daniel san doing the crane kick sure to there you go in the pit in underscore the underscore pit podcast honestly when the permian panthers make that final drive against dallas carter and end up losing is great love friday night lights ah uh, okay but now I, I know how Friday Night Lights end, so I've never seen it. <laughs> Invasion of the Remake, another great podcast, at Invasion of the Remake. Mighty Ducks is pretty awesome. So is Varsity Blues. Mm. Two movies I have never seen and probably wouldn't choose to see. Oh, I've seen Varsity Blues. Is it good? Uh, I don't think so. Is it Vanderbeekish? It's a little Vanderbeekish. Okay. But uh, thank you for all your wonderful replies. Thanks for pitching in. Yeah, thanks, And everyone. contributing. And again... When we tag on to you, I appreciate you guys helping us out, spreading the word, and everybody, let's bump each other up. So now we're going to read a few of your movie dares. You have been sending these dares to us through daredaniel.com. You can click the Submit a Dare button at the top of the page there. You can also hit us up on any of our social media accounts at daredanielpod, Facebook, Twitter, or the Instagram. All of them, man. Got a couple dares for us today. First dare is from my good friend, Mr. David Paul. What up, DP? DP. David Paul dares us to watch Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Uh, Porky, are you familiar with this film? I am. Have you seen it? No. You haven't seen it? No. It is from 1978. It stars Peter Frampton, the Bee Gees, and a host of cameos including Steve Martin, Aerosmith, Alice Cooper, Earth, Wind & Fire, Billy Preston, George Burns. Yeah. It was directed by Michael Schultz. The IMDb synopsis, small town band hits it big but they must battle a nefarious plot in the music industry. So this is a movie based on the songs of the Beatles yeah. with a lot of cover songs of the Beatles that are pretty much excruciatingly bad from uh, top to tail. And it tells it it's in a weird way. It is actually very similar to across the universe, yeah. uh, which is the film from about 10 years ago. That's based on Beatles songs, but that movie is like very technically accomplished and very sleek and very well made. 
And this movie, not so much. No. Not so much. Kind of sloppy and kitschy. I've seen clips. This just it tells me that it's of its time. Like, in people in the 70s are like, God, we missed the Beatles. Yeah, I know. Already. <laughs> like, please. Uh, why did my good buddy David Paul dare us to watch this movie? He says, I know you guys are both super into music and movies, so daring you to watch a musical that shits all over both is real tough for me. What makes submitting this dare even harder on me is how much the BGs shit. Like, shit hard. A hard, deep shit all over the Beatles. It's difficult material, but I found the intestinal fortitude. Intestinal fortitude, good job. And submitted the dare. Good luck and God bless. That is David Paul daring us to watch Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. That is an apt dare to come on this ready to rumble (laughs) post-mortem. I have actually seen the film. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's insane. It's it's. I don't know. It's like nothing else. I've seen a few of the musical sequences. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a little Xanadu-ish in in those. Can't in stop the music. Yeah, yeah. But I saw George Burns doing "Benefit of Mr. Kite" and was yeah. like, "What the what fuck? in the hell?" <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much, uh, David Paul, for that dare. Thank you. Our next dare comes to us. I believe this is a first time dare. Marco Cabodi. Marco. Marco Cabodi. What do you got for Polo. us? Marco Cabodi. Marco dares us to watch Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet. Mm. Do you know Ultraviolet? Is that a Mia Jovovich movie? That is a Mia Jovovich. Okay. It is from 2006. It is written and directed by Kurt Wimmer. He also directed the Total Recall remake. And it stars Mia Jovovich. Why did Marco dare us to watch this movie? He says, Nonsensical Mia Jovovich action vehicle that alternates between incredibly ambitious and incomprehensibly stupid. A.K.A. a Mia Jovovich movie. It's an amazing mix of everything being almost not as awful as it is. It's admirably unwatchable. Admirably unwatchable. I like that description. You have piqued my interest, yeah. Marco Cabote. The IODB synopsis says, A beautiful hemophage, infected with a virus that gives her superhuman powers, has to protect a boy in a futuristic world who is thought to be carrying antigens that would destroy all hemophages. I have never seen the movie. I am totally confused by it. Yeah. That plot synopsis makes no sense. Are hemophages good? Are they bad? I can't wait to find out. <laughs> Thank you very much, Marco Cabodi, for sending us that dare. Thank you, M. Cabodes. So that's all we got for you on the show this week. Please keep sending your dares to us. Send your donations to us uh, through the Dare Daniel website. You can find all that there. Hit us up on the social media. Dare Daniel Pod, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Corky is tweeting up a storm on the Twitter. I'm handling the Instagram. We're it's a social media tag team extravaganza. We're tag teaming all over that so this, uh, this is a Jimmy King Gordy <laughs> combination. This is, this is that here. level. That's yeah. the level we're talking about. We're taking out Diamond Dallas Page or Keanu Reeves, Mira Servino. It's in the, it's in that <laughs> ballpark. Do we have to have sex now? At least <laughs> it's been two days. I'm lonely, Scotty. Nobody likes Nobody, you, Corky. You have one fucking friend in the world. Nobody. Nobody likes you. Who watched your kids? Who watched your kids, Scotty? <laughs> All that and more next week. On Exposed. On Exposed. So join us then. Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.